Sanjana Perlaker, Salesforce's Senior Product Marketing Manager for Salesforce Einstein, has lived in and around tech her whole life. Both of Sanjana's parents had careers in tech, so Sanjana felt she was destined to follow a similar career path. Fast forward to today, when destiny has become reality. Sanjana is currently working with Salesforce Einstein, helping to bring to life the influence it has on AI, CRM, and the world. It comes as no surprise that Sanjana is most excited about the future of voice technology, especially considering everything Salesforce is doing with its innovative Einstein voice assistant. On this episode of IT Visionaries, Sanjana described the jaw-dropping intricacies of the Einstein voice assistant and how it's going to change the way people do business, view sales, and close deals through the power of AI and AI personalization. This episode is part of a special series on the Salesforce Customer 360 platform, the platform that powers the world's number one CRM. In this series, executives from Salesforce will discuss how using 10 innovative technologies, including AI, blockchain, and automation, can help you drive the digital transformation of every experience, and more importantly, get you closer to your customers. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of IT Visionaries. I'm Ian Faison, Chief Content Officer here at Mission.org. And we are on the 14th floor of Salesforce Tower. Sanjana, what's going on? Feeling good. It's a great day. (laughs) And it's a great day to talk technology. We're going to dive deep into how AI is being used to personalize every experience. We're going to be talking a little bit about Einstein, deploying AI, and all that fun stuff. But first, why'd you get excited about technology in the first place? Well, growing up in the Bay Area, it's kind of hard not to. Um, So I am born and raised in San Jose, and technology has always been a big part of my life. Parents were in tech, and it really felt like the natural evolution career-wise. And and it was great because when I kind of entered the workforce The artist formerly known as Big Data, which has now become AI, was sort of in vogue and Big Data evolved to machine learning. And I realized that there were so many different amazing applications of AI across healthcare and finance. And there really is an application for everyone. And that's really what's kept me excited about this field and why I continue to be in it. So let's get into Einstein specifically For those who don't know, what is Einstein? So Einstein is our brand for all things AI at Salesforce. So along with this cute little character we have of Einstein that you might see in our billboards or even in our our lobbies of our buildings, Einstein really signifies the power that AI brings to the whole customer 360 platform that we have at Salesforce. So whether it's something simple like providing salespeople with a lead score that helps them prioritize their day better, or maybe it's something more complicated like analyzing text to provide insights to marketing folks. It's kind of the whole gamut of AI that we provide at Salesforce. And so is it kind of like an underlying technology layer that's in like all of the products? Yes, you can think of it that way. And it's actually a set of technologies. So when people think AI, they often think two different things. They think it's either one technology that's doing all the magic behind the scenes, or they think it's this messy set of too many technologies that they don't want to wrap their heads around. So our chief concern 
at Salesforce and working on the Einstein team is to abstract that complexity and bring the power of AI, which is machine learning, it's deep learning, it's a couple of main technologies to our customers without coding, without complexity, um, just with value. So what are some of the prime use cases of AI in the enterprise that you've seen? So there are so many use cases for AI all over the place um, in different types of industries and different types of markets and things like that. And when we launched Einstein around three, four years ago now, we stayed laser focused on AI for CRM. Um, at Salesforce, our core user base is CRM users and lines of business. So that's sales, service, marketing, commerce, and IT. And so for Einstein, we've really focused on bringing features to market that help those lines of business. So I mentioned lead scoring. And for sales, we've really thought through a whole portfolio of features and products that address what salespeople need the most. So lead scoring is one of them. Um, scoring opportunities, so prioritizing your day with AI on which opportunities to focus on, or even things like account insights. So what's happening in my account in the news, on the internet, in the world, and how can I use that to run my sales process smoother and close deals faster? So we're focused on these use cases that help these lines of business in those little parts of their day that would make their day more productive, easier, make the relationships with their customers better, things like that. And what are some of the examples that you've seen from Salesforce customers? Obviously, Salesforce has a lot of customers, yeah. um, but... Uh, you know, in the enterprise where people are leveraging the technology that have had successful implementations and are getting kind of those real-time insights? Yeah, I mean, there's some amazing customers that we have that are doing really interesting things with AI. I think one of the areas and lines of business that jumps out at me is in service. And a large media company is using our Einstein products to streamline their whole service organization. So they've created an online chat bot that is helping them take care of these small kind of easy tasks that a service agent might help with. So things like resetting their password for the platform or updating their credit card information to pay for their media service. So that way, their core service agents can spend all of their time on the more complicated tasks. So instead of picking up a call to reset a credit card, they're helping a customer through maybe a transition from one device to three devices, things that require that human touch. So that example is one of my favorites because a lot of people think AI and they think, oh, God, scary. <laughs> and, you know, they think job replacement and they yeah. think all these really terrifying consequences. And Salesforce is here to say, that's not happening, right? That's not happening in the near term at all. There is very much a human plus AI augmentation story that is really, really strong. So that's one example. Another example that's one of my favorites is actually at a nonprofit. So one of my favorite things about Einstein is that any type of organization, whether it's a large enterprise like the media company I mentioned or a small nonprofit, can use AI to optimize their business or to, you know, connect with their customers or their clients in a, in a new way. And so this nonprofit, they are pretty small, and their whole charter is to get students, high school students, 
into college and through college. And so they're using Einstein to help them engage with students in a better way. So they're bringing in email data and case data, so case notes, and they're using Einstein language, which analyzes natural language using a technology called natural language processing. And they're picking up key things that might be indicators that this kid might drop out of school. Hmm. So if Susie says, hey, my mom and I have recently lost our housing and I won't be able to go to my school in the next week, an AI workflow is picking up the sentiment and intent of that text and automatically creating a case for a caseworker to pick up the phone call Susie, make sure she's okay, find her alternative housing. Um, So that's a really powerful example of how AI can be used in a smaller community, um, but have really, really great impact. Yeah, I love love the, the NLP use case because it's something that's so hard to get right, but also it's got a long way to go, right? Like, and there's still so many different things and like, tonality and, you know, different sort of words that as those algorithms are learning and figuring it out, the potential for business impact is going to be huge. We had on the show, um, Craig Walker, the CEO of Dialpad, for example, and uh, just the strides that they're making to figure out how people are, you know, leveraging, you know, NLP for sales conversations being able to figure out how many times are people referencing our competitors and sales calls or things like that. The possibilities are endless. It's just really exciting. Yeah, there's amazing potential, especially when you think about not just bringing in um, raw text data from things like you know, social media and things like that. But when you think about that voice data, right, yeah. which is what I think he was talking about, the opportunities are just amazing to bring in that voice data and to analyze it to just be better, to be better partners to your customers. And that's really what Einstein's about. Well, and I think, you know, to your point on uh, the customer, the the nonprofit, you're leveraging AI to accelerate like human interactions, right? Mm-hmm. To like flag those things earlier on in the process to figure out more quickly, you know, how a human can intervene. Because a lot at the end of those conversations, there's some sort of human interaction. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're not necessarily as good at uh, at figuring that, you know, pattern matching, obviously large amounts of data. So that's where the that's where the machines come in. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when we think through our roadmap and which features we're going to ship to our customers, we always have that in mind, right? How can we make our customers' lives easier? How can they connect to their customers better? And how can AI be an enabler and not a blocker or not a replacer? You know, I mentioned uh, lead scoring earlier. And if you ask any salesperson, they'll say, how does an algorithm know my leads better than I do, right? I've been doing this for 30 years or whatever it is, right? I know my business. But at the end of the day, we're serving up a score. We're serving up factors that contributed to that score, whether this customer has just gone through a leadership change and that's why a score is low for a lead or, or whatever it is. And you can take it or leave it, right? You can provide feedback. You can say to Einstein, this insight was thumbs up helpful, thumbs down, not helpful, or in the middle, like kind of helpful. And it's providing that transparency to the end user and taking that feedback into these models, these algorithms that are building these insights. That's really, really important. And it builds upon that trust, right? Because you can't just tell a salesperson to use a number, 
right? You got to tell them why, and you have to make sure that their voice is heard. And that goes for AI features across the board for us. I want to talk personalization. So how is AI being used to personalize experiences? So at the end of the day, AI is this brain that's taking in all of this data that we have around us that we now have the ability to collect and analyze. And it's helping us do things at scale in a way that we never could before. So what might live in my own brain about personalizing an experience for a customer or for a client is not scalable. So our customers are using AI to really scale that expertise that they have in-house to you know, there are thousands, maybe millions of clients or customers. So I gave the example of the, of the nonprofit, right? And in order to use that technology for good, those caseworkers are not just picking up the phone and saying, hey, I got an alert that I need to call you, right? They're picking up the phone and saying, hey, I heard you had an issue with housing and you're a little distressed about it. You know, let me, let me help you through that, Right. That caseworker can now approach that case with empathy and context as opposed to a cold call, you know, I need to call this client once a week because someone told me I have to. Yeah, and I think as, you know, with chatbots and things like that, that can, you know, regularly identify like why you come to the website or why you use a different thing. It's like, you know, every single day, you know, on Wednesday, when I, you know, whatever, log into my bank or whatever, I check my accounts or whatever it is. But once a year, you know, I go to check, you know, my renew my policy or something like that. And it's like having algorithms that are that are figuring out how to say like, hey, you know, Ian, it's August. You're probably looking at your insurance premiums or your policies again this year. Like, just want to be proactive and send you those. And like, that's a bot doing that. Like, by the way, if you want to talk to a representative, like, you know, just click this button. Like those type of personalizations are super exciting for me. And I think how people are able to, you know, capture the data obviously is important, but then be able to like add that into the customer experience. Obviously, you think about the customer a lot, but how much does like customer experience play into how Einstein's used? It plays a big role, a really big role in the way we develop features. And, you know, we're always thinking about our customers and then our customers' customers, right? And there's so many features within the Einstein family that help both of those sets of use cases. And I think one call out I wanted to make is that we take AI for granted in our personal lives, Right. When we go on Google and we search something and we get the tailored result, you know, that's an expectation. And those expectations are very much in, in our business lives, too. When I log in to Salesforce and I make a search, I want to make sure that that search is relevant and is personalized to me. And actually, we launched um, our new search product, Einstein Search, a couple of months ago to do just that. And we've built in recommendations and natural language processing so that every search that a user makes, whether they're a campaign analyst in marketing or a salesperson in sales, every search is personalized within the Salesforce app. And that's really powerful because we have different constraints on the enterprise side when it comes to the technology stack and all of that. But customers don't care, yeah. nor should they, right? We're here to abstract complexity, provide value, and search is a big, big part of that. 
What are some other examples of personalization that you found that you particularly enjoy? This is an interesting one because since it's a business example, it doesn't jump out as personalization, but it is very highly customized. Let's put it that way. So um, we have retail companies and CPG companies using us for planograms. So for every company, say you're a big beverage company or something like that, the way your beverages show up in stores, uh, maybe even in some office spaces, it's all highly customized within a planogram. And it's just sheet of paper, little drawing on it. This is how we want these products to be laid out. These are the colors we want next to those other colors and the flavors here and the other flavors there. And it's pretty complicated when you get into different folks going to different stores, setting up these installations of this product. So we have customers that have built apps to do this with our technology. So we have, yeah, so we have an app uh, or sorry, an API called Einstein Vision, um, which does object detection and image recognition. So you can build an app where you take a photo of, let's say it's a fridge and it'll tell you does this adhere to the planogram and does it not? Oh, cool. And so that sounds really simple, but on the back end, we've trained a deep learning algorithm, and deep learning refers to the set of AI that basically has algorithms that work like the human brain or called neural networks. And it's trained this neural network to recognize, okay, you have a cola here and a lime soda there. You need to switch those. And that's based on color and the feature of the bottle, and maybe there's a traditional plastic bottle next to a glass bottle or things like that. And this takes—this is pretty sophisticated stuff, and we're allowing our Salesforce admins and devs to build apps like this with no advanced degree, no data science experience, just knowledge of what they need, an app for a planogram, (laughs) and with knowledge of their use case, and that's about it. That's a really cool— use case. I love, uh, I wonder if they do that for coconut water because boy, we were talking off air about how much we love coconut water, uh, because we go on a lot of these visits and we always get it, but I never see a good planogram in the stores. Anyone who makes coconut water, just reach out, reach out to the IT visionaries team. (laughs) We'll get you hooked up with a planogram. uh, Reach out to Einstein. Well, yeah, but we'll pass through. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it shows that you're listening. Um, so, that, yeah, that's really cool. So, and what was that? I don't, I don't know if you can share if this is if this is two internal details, but do you know if that was made by someone in like engineering? Was it like a low code tool or something like that? No. So, um, the coolest thing about Einstein is that it's for our core users, right? Oh yeah. It's for Salesforce admins and Salesforce developers, and we have training on how to use all these products for free on Trailhead. And if you learn how to use Salesforce, let's say you get an admin certification and you want to build your first prediction, you want to build an app that creates a planogram or something like that um, for quality control, you can do that on your own. Um, No engineers required, no data scientists required. And it's a really really interesting and important value prop because in the enterprise, if you want to build this sort of application, there are a bunch of roles and departments that are involved. You have your data scientists, you have development operations engineers, you have application engineers, you have data engineers to just find the right data. 
Um, and all of these people sit within different parts of the organization, whereas now we've democratized this access to the Salesforce admin and the Salesforce developer, and they can, they're can they embedded in the business already, and they can connect with the business owners, find a use case quickly, roll out a solution, and really own that end-to-end, which is something we've really never seen before. So do you think that you could build a an app with Einstein that buys you tickets to the new Star Wars, like, super Oh, my God, I wish. You must have not seen my phone case. (laughs) Really beat up R2-D2 case, but... uh, Our producers found that. We know you love Star Wars. Oh, Um, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's embarrassing. (laughs) Or is it? Where were you? Shout out to Hillary, producer (laughs) extraordinaire, who finds all the things about our guests. Okay, what's another example of, of a fun app? So I'm going to be a little self-promotional here mm. because one of sure. my favorite apps is actually a feature of the Salesforce app, and okay. it's called the Einstein Voice Assistant. And this is really great because it's using voice data to increase productivity for salespeople. So imagine you're a sales guy. You're on the road all the <laughs> I time. I imagine it all the time. <laughs> imagine it. Let me paint a picture. Um, You're always in the car. You're always on the go. And to be completely honest, I mean, for a lot of salespeople, their least favorite thing about using Salesforce is data entry. Because who likes that, right? Putting in your notes from different uh, meetings you've had and and updating records and things like that. It's a total pain, but it's a necessary evil in order to forecast accurately and to make sure your sales managers are happy with you, right? So— in talking to customers, we realized that we needed to make this better. So we built the Einstein voice assistant to bring in voice data to streamline this process. So now our customers can open the Salesforce mobile app. They can choose the Einstein voice assistant, and they can dictate their notes into the app. And on the back end, we're doing voice to text, which is nothing earth-shattering, right? You can do that. You've been able to do that for a long time. But the really cool part is that we're using natural language processing to understand the sentiment, the intent, and the context of those notes that are being transcribed. And then we're bringing that data into the appropriate records into Salesforce. So if we have a meeting and I say, okay, you know, just had a meeting with Mission, they're going to buy some Einstein. Yeah, you'd be like, you'd be like, Ian Faison is going to buy something, and then it's going to say in the notes, Ian, and then it's going to spell out phase and then on. <laughs> sure. You don't want to know what they do with my name. With I, yeah, that's true. It's, that's true. It's interesting every time. Um, and I say, you know, Ian's really interested in a coconut water use case. Uh, it's accurate. And let's update the task to follow up with him in a week and update the opportunity to $1 billion. Yeah. <laughs> Then Einstein is going to analyze that, and in the appropriate records and fields in Salesforce, everything will get updated. So suddenly, I don't have to do any data entry. I've just spoken to my phone, and Einstein has done all the heavy lifting for me, which is super cool. Einstein's like, how much how much coconut does, water does Ian want? All the coconut water. One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd like to buy all the coconuts. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. And voice just gets better and better because we have better tools to capture voice with things like, you know, AirPods and better, you know, all things like that. And your phone is is getting extremely good at it. And all of the little colloquialisms and things that we say are all uh, are all getting better. Let's talk Dreamforce. 
All right, it's, let's get in there. <laughs> it might be it might be Dreamforce right now as as our listeners are listening to this. What are you really excited about from an AI perspective about Dreamforce or just in general? You can say it and whatever. Or from an Einstein perspective. Well, what I'm most excited about is that Einstein will be everywhere at Dreamforce. True. And I think in the two years that I've been here, just seeing the maturity of the product, the reach of the product across cloud has just been incredible. And you will be able to go to any physical space at Dreamforce, any keynote, and you will see huge innovations from Einstein. And of course, there's our dedicated areas. So we have the Einstein Zone, which is on the third floor of Moscone West, where you will see a huge Einstein that will indicate where you're at. And we will have product experts talking about all of our different innovations across lines of business, sales, service, marketing, commerce, IT, and showing off some really powerful use cases. And then we also have the Einstein Keynote. And that is your one-stop shop. You will see me there. I, <laughs> I will be talking to you about AI. Um, and that is at 9 a.m. in North Hall F on Wednesday of Dreamforce on the 20th. So anyone interested in Einstein, those are the two places to go. Well, awesome. We are super excited for that. We will be there. That is for sure. Our <laughs> mission team will be on, on ground for all of Dreamforce. Well, this is awesome. Any, any, let's look into the crystal ball. What are you excited about for AI uh, in the future, not too distant future? I think I'm most excited about the potential for voice. I think we've seen voice really change the way that we interact with devices in our personal lives. And this is how these trends go, right? You, you have them change something in your personal life and then the enterprise catches up. Yeah. And I think that this is a case where the enterprise is caught up quicker, you know? And when we launched Voice last year, we had this incredible reception from customers just wanting more. And I'm really excited to see where that pushes just not just the future of AI, but the future of CRM, right? It's a totally different ballgame now. And I'm excited to be a part of it. Well, now let's get into some lightning round questions. You're not exempt from the lightning rounds. Okay. Despite, despite working for the company that makes the Salesforce platform, you can go to salesforce.com and learn more about Salesforce platform. It's fast and easy to build mobile apps on there and do many things just like these fast and easy lightning round questions. Sasha, are you ready? I'm ready. Number one, what app on your phone is the most fun? The most fun? Yeah. Spotify? I don't know. <laughs> Number two, what is your favorite vacation spot? I just went to Bali, and I want to go back. I had a coconut a day, let me tell you. There you go. It keeps the doctor away. Let me tell you. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to cook or eat? Ooh, my favorite thing to cook is coconut rice. And some sort of seafood, favorite thing to cook, favorite thing to eat, anything my mom makes. What technology are you most excited about for the future? Other than AI, it doesn't count. You've already, we've already been through that. Can it be a subset of AI? Uh, all out. All right. Deep learning. Neural networks are very cool, my friends. And they are literally building the human brain and teaching al algorithms how to think the way we do. So I'm very excited to see advancements there. Do you have a favorite chatbot that you've chatted with? Oh, boy. 
I've used the Hulu bot, mm. um, which is built on Einstein. Oh, is it really? It is. Oh, that's cool. It I didn't is. know that. I've used the Hulu bot. It is awesome. It is very cool, very helpful. And that is my favorite. That's yes. great because we need that. Curation is so tough with content. Totally. As someone who works for a company that makes a lot of content, <laughs> sure is tough. Last question. What question do you never get asked that you wish you were asked more often? People never ask me how to properly say my name. Yeah. They how, just, do you, how do you say it? They just go on with themselves. Yeah. How do you properly say it? Sanjana, like the sun. Sanjana. Uh, so, like, like S S, like it's pronounced S U N. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Sanjana. I feel like I'm, I was pretty close. You were great. Yeah, you were great. Well, my friend's name Sanja, so oh, I feel yeah. like I, I've I had colleagues that I've worked with for years. That it's just, it's just wrong. <laughs> it's just wrong. Well, this has been an absolute blast. Thanks for coming on. We're going to see you at Dreamforce and uh, all the Einstein friends and colleagues and family. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything to plug? All I can say is come see us at Dreamforce. Come to the keynote, come to the zone, and we'll be happy to have you. And if you don't, just check out salesforce.com. Thanks so much. Thank you. IT Visionaries is brought to you by the Salesforce Customer 360 platform, the number one cloud platform for digital transformation of every experience. Connect every customer, empower every employee, and deliver continuous innovation, putting the customer at the center of everything you do. Learn more at salesforce.com slash platform. <laughs>